cats and kittens. This is Carol from Mustache. <laughs> and this is Maggie from IFS. We got plenty of plans to show you some of our tigers today at our rescue exhibit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you can't tell, I'm on a uh, Tiger King kick. I also am wearing a trucker hat, and I'm also wearing a handlebar mustache. So you're actually Joe Exotic? I am. And Carol at the same time. Yes. I'm sweet, I'm crazy, I'm not gay, and I'm not forcing men to have sex with me. For meth. For meth. <laughs> and company. <laughs> but it is, anyways, we'll get to that later. But, uh, yeah, this is our podcast, The Carol and Marge Show. Welcome, welcome. And I think uh, we can cover literally anything. I think today we'll keep it simple. Um, we'll talk a little bit about some music, some presents, some past music, some, uh, Netflix documentaries, no hint or anything, um, that has just happened and we can discuss and we would love everyone else to discuss with us. Um, yeah, Marge, you got anything? I don't think so. I think today's going to be pretty lighthearted, um, just to kind of get you guys to know a little bit about us. Um, and then, you know, as the weeks go on, anything that you want us to talk about, just shoot our way and we will be happy to cover it. I think current events, um, are a good topic to really talk about a little bit because everyone's talking about current events. Um, uh, I mean, except the, uh, the whole coronavirus thing, I'm kind of sick and tired of talking about Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Not, at least not yet until it's over. Mm -hmm. Um, both of us are, um, small business owners. So, uh, yeah, we, we have paid close attention to everything going on with coronavirus. And uh, uh, I think both of us can say that we're uh, tired of talking about it as much as, uh, as much as we have to. So Yeah, and I think this kind of sparked us, you know, taking on this project because there should be something else to talk about and something else for people to do besides talk about it. So that's why we're coming, coming on here and just talking about anything but. It's true. Um, and we will keep this, uh, for those wondering, for the, you know, five people that will probably listen to this after, um, we will keep this going, uh, after the whole quarantine is up. Yep. Uh, we plan on recording either Fridays or Saturdays. I, uh, mishapped on Friday and wasn't feeling well, so we decided to record today, which is Saturday. Um, I'm surprised I even know what day it is. I know, Sam. Um, and then we'll upload it uh, on Monday so that way you guys have something to listen to on the way home from work or on the way to work for those of you who have to work which is probably is a good time to talk to say to the essential workers out there um, thank you uh, thank you for what you guys are doing and stay safe yeah it's um, it's crazy uh, I saw a status the other day and it got uh, he was actually a local gym owner uh, Tony Calise uh huh he put out a status that got like over 2,000 shares and it was like him talking to one of his friends about how these people in here, like he's a nurse at ECMC and um, how tragic, uh, how much of a tragedy it is out there with, um, with everyone that has to work yeah. and you know we understand that this is boring for some of us, we understand that we're cooped up, we understand that we can't go out and uh we really really appreciate everyone who has to be out there yes uh, and also for those who are wondering yes we are a, a good distance apart from one another 
Uh, I don't have a measuring tape, so I can't say that we're exactly six feet, but we're right. far enough away where both of our arms extended are not touching each other. That's at least six feet. Because <laughs> I, I have eight arms. I have short arms. You do have short arms, but I, I have, have long short arms. I, I have, got long arms. I have short fingies. I have yeah, short arms. <laughs> Why are your fingers so stubby? I don't know. <laughs> That's my mother. Asshole. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean that's uh, I think a good um, uh, a good little uh, how we've been sort of uh, kind of thing. So yeah, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about some current music. Uh, I know uh, right now Netflix and iTunes are both releasing as much as they can because they know everyone they know everyone's listening. They know everyone's at home downloading some stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, I know you got uh, an album that you were you know, that you were listening to. Yeah, the new Four Year Strong album. My brother got me into that one. Um, my brother Ricky is a diehard music fan. For those of you who don't know, um, and he switched me on to that one. He posted another one today that I meant to check out. Um, that I can't remember the name of it now, but from the clip that he posted, it was phenomenal. So I'll find out what that one is too. Um, but for those of you who are, you know, into alternative and, you know, rock, Four Year Strong's new one is great. So I would recommend that. It's awesome. Um, I also, I don't know if it's a full album yet. I'd have to look. I don't think so. I downloaded two of them, but the, uh, the Strokes new, um, new album, I guess you would say, but it's not really an album. I think it's a pre, it's not even an EP. I think it's a pre-release. I'm looking it up now. Because um, they only released two songs on there. Oh, wow, the complete collection. Wow, that's impressive. Uh, oh, it's pre-order. It's supposed to come out April 10th. Um, for those of you who are big strokes, um, uh, big stroke fans, um, I absolutely love the strokes. I grew up listening to the strokes for, oh my God, uh, everything really. I mean, the, the album, um, Reptilia, uh, or excuse me, Room on Fire, excuse my, excuse my mis misspoken words, um, is This It and Reptilia were, were albums I grew up on. I mean, I think I was 10 when I first heard that, or 11 when Is This It came out. And uh, I didn't realize that they were, quote-unquote, as popular as they were um, until I watched a documentary called The 2000s. Um, and then they were talking about music I grew up listening to, <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, like, people actually like this music? Yeah, you weren't a hipster. No, I guess I wasn't. <laughs> but it's very hipster of me to think I was a hipster. Yep. Um, but no, those, those two albums were amazing. And, and then uh, I think they came out with First Impressions of Earth after that. And then after that, uh, I think I went, I started uh, not listening to as much new music, and then now... Um, I finally got into their newest album, and it reminds me a lot of uh, Is This It and, um, and uh, Room on Fire. And for those of you who really, really love those two albums, it's, it's amazing. So, um, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I figured out what that um, other band was that my brother posted, and I'm sorry that I couldn't remember it. It's a local band, um, so it's called Fernway, 
and they have a new EP out called Welcome to the Ground, and their single Big Bad Ugly is great. So mm. if you get a chance to listen to a local Buffalo band, um, Fernway is the name of, of that group. Yeah. Right. Very cool. And um, the song Bad Decisions off the new Stroke album is, is uh, you'll like it. it. It's a jammer. It's definitely a side-to-side mover. Um, you'll like it a lot. And then the, uh, the other band is actually my favorite band of all time, um, the Alkaline Trio. Um, Alkaline Trio just released a new album this month, last month, I think. It was fairly recent. Yeah, it's an EP that they just, oh yeah, they just released it March 19th. Yeah. Um, and Minds, uh, Minds Like Minefields is, is amazing. Um, it's very reminiscent of the album Good Morning. Um, and a little bit of um, from here to infirmary, not as not as punky, but they're also old now, so I don't really expect them to be <laughs> as as uh, punky as they used to be. But uh, it's awesome. It, it's a really good song. I think it's definitely something you guys should give a listen to. Uh, all the old age uh, hipster kids and the emo kids from back in the day, I think, will definitely really appreciate uh, these old bands. Still, uh, still kicking and still putting out good music, um, but yeah. How about old music? Old music. What are what are uh, albums that you still to this day cannot stop playing? Oh my god, that's a hard question. Are you talking about albums? Or are we talking about? Um, are we talking about songs? Um, I guess songs would probably be easier, right? Songs would be, but I think albums would make it make it real, real like. I mean, I know you give me shit for this all the time, but still, Die Hard, I will not stop playing the Ataris. So long story. <laughs> oh, you're right. That, listen, I've had Excuse the album... Me, I have to go <laughs> I have had the album since I was 12 years old, <laughs> since 2002, oh and I still have the CD in my car. It wow. doesn't play as well, so I have it downloaded, but... So should we define old? <laughs> what, is, what, is, what is the cutoff of old? Like 10 years old? At least 10 years, yeah. At least 10 years. Oh, man. Um, shit. So, is the Bayside album over 10 years ago? It has to be. That the one Walking, I still listen to. The Walking Wounded is, is a really, really, really good album front to back. I mean, obviously, Room on Fire that I just mentioned. From Here to Infirmary is probably my favorite album of all time. Um, again, you know, most of us, most, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to sound sexist, but I don't know if girls and their women i guess i should say from their age of like 27 to 32 played tony hawk back in the day um i played tony hawk okay well then i didn't want to Thank sound very much. so people that played <laughs> um uh, tony hawk back in the day can appreciate i think it was underground or tony hawk 4 that private eye from the alkaline trio was on and it was it was life-changing for me i mean every tony hawk album was was uh, Tony Hawk's soundtrack was life changing. I mean, it just gave you a new way to find music. Yeah, for sure. And it was uh, a way for us that, you know, if you didn't want to illegally download from Kazaa or LimeWire, that was pretty much your only way to find new music and listen to new music. Yep. Um, and it's something that I think is is we are forever thankful uh, to to have that avenue. And um, but yeah, no, I think. Uh, From Here to Infirmary is an album I will still play front to back without any skips. Um, I need fast pace. I need I need music that keeps me going. Yeah, I, I was just thinking about that. Slow. 
If I'm in the slow mood, like if I'm feeling emotional, then sunsets and car crashes is <laughs> it's a big like one for me. <laughs> I love the spill canvas. I'm sorry. I know. You don't have to apologize, but yeah. I just saw him again live. Me and Matt Veronica went and it was unreal. So I will never stop loving the spill canvas. It's like it, it's like listening to Green Day's international super hits and then you come up to Good Riddance and you're like you just ruined the entire album. I know that's a great song, but the vibe on the entire album is so great wow. until you get to that song and it just slows it down. Yeah. And I hate that. I hate I hate when there's albums that have that have that song that just like brings down the It's tempo. a downer. Um, there was another oh my god, there was another album. Oh, it happened there's a band way back in the day. Shout out to Derek Shershing for this band. Um, there's a band called Knockout. On an album we used to listen to all throughout high school, all throughout senior year of high school, and it's uh, called "Searching for Solid Ground," and the whole album is just so upbeat, so like pop punky, and all of a sudden you get to, I think it's last week the song, and it just ruined it, <laughs> ruined it, and it's you. You have to get it, and back then you have to get out your CD player or your MP3 player and press skip. You can't just be like, "Hey Siri, skip." Or press your stupid AirPods and hit a double tap, and all of a sudden you're to the next song. You just turned Siri on. Did I really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Siri. <laughs> She's white. All right, so a question I had for Megan when I first got here was, what are albums that you are you were so pumped to listen to when you were younger, but now... You're just like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah, that's... So, typical teenage girl. I would gravitate towards an album that my crush would say they liked. <laughs> so, so <laughs> I remember Me First and the Gimme Gimme's was one oh that I God, played on repeat because I, I was like... I remember that album. Oh, I loved it. And I was like, I have to know this because I think this is his name was Josh. I don't even remember. I was like, Josh really likes them, so I have to learn all these songs. And I didn't know that they were playing cover songs. So I'm, like, singing Hello um, by Lionel Richie. And my dad's like, why do you know this? And I was like, no, 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 this, is, this isn't this is Lionel Richie. And I was insistent that it was yes. an original song. Because for those who don't know, I always have to be right. And my <laughs> husband's just shaking his head. And uh, so I definitely knew that album front to back. And I... It was all to impress a boy who didn't really care. No. No. Nope. They don't care. They don't care. But they'll care that you listen to them. Do they, though? At the time, yes. No, they, they want you to hear the words that they're speaking. Hmm. Because they need to also be right. Yeah, well, that's that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what other albums? My first, I remember my first parental advisory album that I ever got oh my God. was what Cisco. Was Cisco? Yes. That's the first one. That was the first one. And the reason I got it was... <laughs> right, I'm going to go borrow it again. My friend Kristen gave it to me. It was like her brother's and she stole it from her brother and I had to hide it because I was like, I can't let them know that I had... And sure enough, like Ricky had all of these parental advisory CDs that my parents didn't know about. But I felt like a little badass with my Cisco album. I was going to say, I, I was just going to make that point. Don't you feel like such a badass when you have that like little sticker... Uh, oh, absolutely! Stick, that little, that little, little like, black and white label. Yeah, right on on the front, and you're just like, yeah, I'm a fucking badass. 
I remember that because I also remember having a music project in school. Oh my god, this is a great story. This is a great story. So me and this guy Hutter, in Adam Hutter, Adam, I think. I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name. You will probably never listen to this. Um, we had to create. It was for our music, like uh, music. Um, theory. No, not theory. It was like music development or music um, composition. No, no, it was like music marketing, music marketing. Okay. And we were managers and had to create an album and a single and record the single and create an album art and a story behind this whole entire album. And I don't remember what, we made a rap, um, I think it was based off of NWA. Now granted, we're, we're kids hope, from Alden. I hope this still exists. It exists somewhere. I don't remember where. But it exists, and we created a rap album, and dedicated it to all of our homies, and what uh, the cows? And it was based off of an, the NWA, Straight Outta Compton. I think we called it Straight Outta Alden. And okay, now I'm gonna go throw up quick. I know, it's it's set. But <laughs> and we were so proud to stick that label right on the front. <laughs> um, we got a hundred on the project. Naturally. If you were wondering. I was not, but... Um, <laughs> but it was it was wonderful. It was it was a wonderful project, but yes. You feel like such a badass with that, that parental advisory. Yeah, absolutely. And now it doesn't even matter because everything is, everything is on your phone. Everything now it's is, just a little E next to I it. I know, explicit. Like, no one gives a shit. No yeah. one gives a shit that it's explicit. We all, I mean... Nah, it was a rite of passage. It was. To get that black and white label. And, like, I feel like we were at a perfect age, too. Like, I feel like we were at a perfect age where we got the best of both worlds. We got the non-technology era. Yeah. And then we got the technology era. Yes. But we were, like, young enough to appreciate the technology era. Era. Jesus. Era. But also old enough to know that, like, we don't need technology either. Right. So I think that was really cool. I think that was really cool people that... Again, I think from the age range of, like, probably 27 now to, like, 32, I think, is, like, a perfect age range for mm-hmm. kids, uh, adults, I should say. Yeah, we're um, That experience both, like, you know, you had to legally download music if you wanted to listen to it, or um, you had to pay on Napster, which was No one ridiculous. did that. No one did that. Um, but now, like, you can appreciate, like, having... I don't appreciate Spotify, but I'm not going to go on my rant today of, like, why I don't appreciate Spotify... Um, but uh, people buying music, like, uh, I think it's, uh, I think it's a uh, lost art for kids finding new music. Yeah. Um, cause we had so many different websites to find new music, especially, uh, I know your brother probably remembers it, but pure volume. Oh yeah. The pure volume sessions. Actually, that's how I found out about Young the Giant. Really? They put out all of their music on, um, on pure volume to download for free. And that was like 2007 or 8. And they had cough yeah, that syrup. Makes sense. They had co- like all acoustic free sessions on. You know, all you had to do was download the zip file. That was another band that I tried to impress a boy with. <laughs> hey, I went G- to the show with them though. So. <laughs> hey, do you know Young the Giant? <laughs> I was like, oh my god, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's okay. so funny because like. One of my exes, like, didn't know shit about music. She didn't know shit about most things that had, that I appreciated. Um, and she took a listen to the Dashboard Confessional album, Swiss Army Romance. 
And it was, I think it was the 10-year anniversary tour of Swiss Army Romance at Water Street Music Hall. And now, keep in mind, this, this girl does not belong at Water Street Music Hall. For those of you who don't know what Water Street Music Hall is, it's, it's an experience. If you know, you know. It's, um, it's like way worse than the icon used to be. Oof. It's disgusting. It's worse it, than show place. It was, it was wonderful because you just went there because everyone loved music. Yeah. But that was really it. Um, no, Based it, on it, this description, I know exactly who you're talking about yes. too, which is hysterical. And it was, she like was so pumped to be like, oh my God, I really like this music. And, like, back then, like, the 10-year anniversary tour of Swiss Army Romance, like, that was, that was huge. Like, that was, like, that was a great album. And then he, you know, then it's, you know, Dashboard Confessional at the end of the day. Right. And you're like, uh, I can't believe I actually went to that <laughs> show with her because that was probably really cool for her and not really cool for me. <laughs> but it was an amazing show. But I get what you're saying about uh, girls trying to impress by knowing certain bands and yep. certain things like that. It's funny. Very much a thing. What was the topic that we were on? Uh, we were talking about music that you would listen to that looking back, you're like, why did I do that? Where? I mean, I think every boy band. <laughs> okay, I don't regret every boy band. <laughs> I regret every boy I band. I do not. I ever listened to. Um, but I already told you this story when I first got here, and this is, this is sad, so please. It's hysterical. Please. But also very sad. <laughs> please refrain from laughing through... Uh, your earphones. Um, okay, so back, <laughs> I was, <laughs> I um, was probably in about. This was last week. <laughs> this was not last week. <laughs> I am not admitting to this that I did this last week. Um, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Leah would laugh at me and record it and put it online. No, I'm not doing that. Um, no, I. Uh, when I was in fourth to, Jesus, probably fourth to sixth grade, fourth to fifth grade, I used to listen to my Walkman. Uh, no, well, not Walkman, CD player at the time. And I would only listen to the Backstreet Boys. Naturally. I would sit in the front seat on the bus on the way home. <laughs> and I would subtly sing under my breath, I want it that way, as every girl would walk out the bus thinking... That oh my god if they hear me sing they're gonna like they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna fall in love with me. Come to find out now that sounds really creepy and really sad, <laughs> just utterly sad that I I actually thought these things. It's like when you when you're a little kid and you're like sitting in the back seat your parents are driving and a sad song comes on and you <laughs> picture yourself in the music video as you look oh, out yeah. the window. <laughs> yeah, and I was like I was like in myself like closing your eyes. Oh my and god. Like, slowly the words are just coming out of your mouth. <laughs> it was it, it was a time in my life where you thought your voice could overshadow most things and it did not. Yikes. <sighs> I was a cool kid. I sat in the back of the bus, so I wasn't cool back then. I was actually a bus monitor too, so. Uh, so you were not cool. Yes, I was. The cool kids got to be the bus monitors, and we would sit in the back of the bus. The cool kids were the bus monitors. Yes. Okay. <laughs> they were, I promise. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you hold on to that one. I will. Because I don't think, I don't think that's accurate. Uh, so, well. so speaking of uh, 
great music. Should we talk about Joe Exotic? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> His greatest hits album is now... It's got to be in the top downloaded music. Got to be. I got to look this up. I have to look this up because... So for those who haven't put on Netflix recently... Yes, please talk about yes. this as I look this up. So uh, Joe Exotic is the... He's kind of the protagonist and the antagonist of Tiger King on Netflix. Um, I would classify him as an antagonist because he is now in prison. But um, he, this documentary is everything you want in a documentary and more that you didn't even need, know you needed. So it talks about tiger zoos in Oklahoma and in Florida. Yes, those are a thing. Which, the corruption is awful. That is one part that it was hard for me to get past the corruption of animals. Um, yes. But it also talks about human corruption. So this guy who owns a zoo, I can't even describe to you what he looks like. He has... Sad. It's sad. He has a bleached mullet. He has an eyebrow ring that's barely holding on. He has a handlebar mustache. He wears eyeliner. And... <laughs> He has two husbands. Well, had two husbands. I won't go into all of it because I don't want to give away the series, but you find out all of these twisted things about this guy, and the main theme throughout the series is his rivalry with this woman, Carol Baskin, which... Hey, Carol. She is something. And she's down in Florida, and she's, you know, the self-proclaimed rescuer of big cats, and... You find out she has a dark secret, which is definitely true. And if you are listening, you know what I'm talking about, and you know that, that she did it. She killed her husband. She for sure killed her husband and fed him to the tigers. Yes. Um, but it's just insane. And then there's this whole side plot <coughs> about this other tiger guy who basically <coughs> runs a cult. Sad. And I think the best part of the whole series, for me... Was the informant riding across the ocean in the jet ski? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was. That it was, was uh, the best scene in cinematic history, if you ask me. Here are his nothing you can download, unfortunately. Ah. There's nothing online to download, but Billboard just posted, Tiger King Joe Exotic is next is the next big country star. Here are his best seven songs. I'm gonna read you the titles of his best seven songs. Yes. In quotations, I saw a tiger. <laughs> In quotations, here, kitty, kitty. <laughs> I'm not making this up, I swear to God. Number three, in quotations, I can't believe this feeling. Are they all in quotations? Yeah, I'm just going to lose that. <laughs> do you ever wonder what love could do? Do you? Number four. My First Love, number five. GW and Me, number six. So GW is his zoo, for those wondering. Number seven, Because You Love Me. So you know how people usually make fun of country music and they're like, oh, my car, my dog, my drinking. My girlfriend. This This is pretty much Joe's life, except with tigers, boyfriends, drugs, and cats. And Carol. And Carol, <laughs> if you haven't watched this documentary, please, please, we want to talk about this a lot more, and we need people to watch this, because it is it is a train wreck uh, before your eyes. Like, you want to feel real 
good about your life, you you will watch this, and it's yes. it's unbelievable. The memes are are insane, incredible. I yes, it is the best thing that the has come out of this quarantine for sure. I just took a BuzzFeed quiz the other day of which character from Tiger King are you? Do you want to know who I got? Oh my god, I didn't even know there was a thing. There's a quiz. Are you taking it right I'm now? I'm gonna take it right good. now. It's on BuzzFeed. So I got. The girl who had her arm torn off. (laughs) (laughs) Is it because you're loyal? Yes, it said because I'm loyal and I go with the flow and like I was reading it, I'm like that kind of makes sense, but also I would never return to work after a tiger bit my arm off. No. And she was like, nothing's wrong. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's like the Black Knight in Monty Python. It's just a scratch. And honestly, he, he fucking, Joe Exotic, I don't know why or how, but every single person that worked for him, they fucking loved him. They did. They fucking loved him. It's kind of terrifying. It's it's very terrifying. (laughs) I can't, no, no thanks. It's unbelievable the control he had over these people. (laughs) Are you taking the quiz right now? I'm taking the quiz right now. I can't wait to hear I bet you get the zookeeper, like the manager of the zoo. Oh. The guy with the long I hair. I hope I get, uh, who's the fucking, who's that asshole that took over the zoo? Oh, yeah, you're going to get him. <laughs> for sure. What's his name? Jeff? Jeff. Oh, Jeff. And he he was like a, a swinger. Oh, yeah, there's swingers in this series, oh, too. Oh, yeah, there, there's literally everything about America in this. The most normal human in the series was the guy that they compared to Scarface. No, I think the the most normal was um, the most normal was That's the uh, the guy who was gonna make it a reality show. Oh, he was pretty normal, yeah. He Except was. for I'm pretty sure he burned down the Gator House. No, I think it was Joe. You think it was Joe? I think it was Joe. There's also arson in this. Oh, we're, yeah. we're giving There's, you the whole series. It's literally everything. But you still watching it, your your mind's gonna be blown. Blown. Oh my god, I got the same fucking person. You got the girl who's Saf. already got fit off? Yeah. That's hysterical. You just go with the flow, restaurant closed, order takeout, tire flat, get a new one. Tiger ripped off <laughs> my arm, I got another. Nothing phases you. That's I hysterical. I mean, I guess that's accurate, but yeah. sad at the same time. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a good place to end it here, Meg. Okay. Thank well, you for tuning in to uh, episode one, season one. Yeah, we appreciate it. Uh, we will be back next week. Send us anything you want to hear. We got some good topics from people um, when we posted it on our Instagrams this yeah. past week. Um, yeah. If you're going to follow anyone, follow me because Carly has enough followers. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can find me on social media, Megatron32. I am the Mustache Fitness at Mustache Fitness. <laughs> Stay safe, all you cool cats and kittens. Yeah. Don't be doing anything crazy. Thanks, guys.